It's time for us to connect with our consciousness coach and Lightarian Reiki master. Her name is Vanessa Mohoro. She's here. She's with us this morning. And today we are chatting about the way you think determines how you act and ultimately who you become. Vanessa, a very good morning to you. A good morning to you, Kenny, and the listeners. Thank you so much for being with us. This morning we're talking about consciously observing thoughts. I mean, thoughts seem so fleeting and they seem to be so subconscious that sometimes we don't even think about thoughts. But you're saying it's important to do so. Yes, indeed it is. Um, And our thoughts are actually a mechanism of the mind. So the mind needs to think. We think over 1,500 thoughts per minute. And the um, technique of actually observing your thoughts puts you in the director or the driver's seat Mm -hmm. um, and gives you the ability to choose the thoughts that you want to have instead of your mind or your thoughts governing your life. Mm, Very, very true. Let's talk about, you know, how to deal with thoughts. You know, in religious texts, you know, like the Bible, they say take captive every thought that is negative and whatever is pure, whatever is noble, whatever is righteousness. You know, if anything, think about these things. You know, I'm not sure from a consciousness point of view, how do we see it? Um, Ultimately, yes. Well, on the religious side, I can't necessarily speak to that, but ultimately, um, <clears throat> with our thoughts, they we they have the power to create our reality. So when we don't have um, governance or control over our thoughts, we end up having a reality that we don't necessarily want. Mm -hmm. And this is where the victim mentality will come in and say, well, why are all of these things happening to me? And we don't realize that it actually starts with thought. People think it's actually word, but word is what manifests. Um, our thoughts. So you think something first and by the time you speak it, you've already given it the energy for it to manifest. So there's a great importance to making sure and taking the power of observing and um, governing the thoughts that we have. I like that, governing the thoughts. Talk to us about some of the techniques of consciously observing thought. It's it's in the consciousness coaching space. We call it having it you having your thoughts and not you not your thoughts having you. Right. So um, a good place to start is is with meditation. This is the one place where you can actually tell your mind what to think and what you don't want to think. You can allow the thought process to happen without suppressing it or. Um, it controlling you. So meditations, affirmations, breathing exercises, all the stuff that can bring you into presencing yourself right now is what would help you and support you to take your power back from a very powerful mind that does not know how to stop thinking. Mm, very true. Now let's go on and uh, talk about um, you know the importance of presence in thought and word. Um, there's a great presence, which is also there's a great importance in presencing ourselves because life doesn't happen in our past, it doesn't happen in our future, it happens right now. So when you um, source your thoughts from the past and you keep replaying things that happened and what people said and how you could have done, then you, you are definitely not now, not here in the now. And your life happens around you. you. You are not designing the life that you want to live. 
it's even worse when you are more concerned about things that are going to happen in the future because, mm-hmm. again, this is a space that we are not in at the very moment. And this is where anxiety comes from. So depression would come and suffering comes from thinking too much about the past and not being able to do anything about it. And then anxiety and stress and um, all those emotions come from thinking too much about the future. So there's a great imp- uh, importance in staying in the present because this is where life happens. If you're not here right now and concerned about things you can't change in the past or things that you have no control over in the future, then who's in your driver's seat whilst you're mm-hmm. in your life? Very true. I mean, sometimes we think about the what-ifs. You know, what ifs of life? You know, what if I do this and I fail? What if I, I go there and it doesn't work out? And we get so consumed, you know, that we create a reality that doesn't exist, you know, because we've, we've made it a reality in our minds. So I like what you're saying about being present. How does a person know that they are present? I mean, what does it feel like to be present in thought? I use such a simple, simple, simple technique to do this. Just telling myself that I am here right now where I'm supposed to be, doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing with the people that I'm supposed to be with. Mm. Just that simple reminder takes me out of any illusions about, you know, me being not where I'm supposed to be because we're never lost at any point. Um, I really believe in synchronicities. There's nothing random that happens in life. Everything is happening the way they're supposed to be happening. So that simple technique, because I also forget as developed as I am, I need to tell myself I am exactly where I'm supposed to be right now, Right. doing what I'm supposed to be doing with the people that I'm supposed to be with, saying what I'm supposed to be saying, and also just uh, consciously breathing. Mm. So just I'm taking a breath in and I'm exhaling the breath out simple as that nothing brings you into the present quicker than those two techniques let's talk about external factors right that may affect our thoughts and ultimately our emotions we live in a highly charged society i mean if you've been listening to the show already today i mean we're talking about Mm. the safety of children in society you know Mm. we're living in a society that exposes us to a lot of violence and abuse and road rage and there's a lot Mm -hmm. happening external factors that affect us you know how do we how do we filter it out i mean take it in but not absorb it and internalize it that's a very tough one because it's it's two-sided, Kanye. Mm. Again, brings it, bringing us back to the um, reality that we create. So obviously with a developed consciousness, you'd get to a place where you would see and take a, a, a level of responsibility for what we're experiencing. So it's hard for us to say there is a contribution that we are making to the society that we're creating. It's very hard. It's easier to say, oh, well, it's happening over there. It's that community that does this, or it's those people that are doing that, or it's that gender that's inflicting pain on us. Um, but, you know, the first part of this whole process and to deal with it is to take responsibility. How much responsibility are my thoughts, are my words, are my actions contributing to this reality that I am seeing? Then that would probably put you in a better and more empowered place to do something about it. It's easier to um, filter, you know, external things. It's easier to sift through them. It's easier to process them 
we need to see where you are contributing with what you are experiencing. But it's much harder to do that if it's something that's happening over there or in that neighborhood or it's that person's fault. Mm. Uh, it, you know, and also just looking at global things as well. When there's a war in Iran, everybody looks at America, doesn't look at themselves and say, what did I do? Where do I say others? Where do I label others? Where do I contribute towards this conflict that it appears over there in the world? That's very true. Let's talk about inner dialogue, beliefs, attitudes, and our relationship to things. Um, this coming, you know, bringing us back to how thoughts influence our attitude, I mean, our character. Um, our inner dialogue is usually informed by these three things: our belief systems, our attitude, and relationship to things. So, if you have beliefs that are not necessarily serving you and that put separation between you and others, this is the dialogue that needs to be watched. So, we're always more concerned about. You know, am I speaking positively to myself? Am I saying affirmations? But these three things are so ingrained in us, and this is a good place to start challenging um, the things that no longer serve us and to have a more positive dialogue. A good place to start is to see, are my beliefs serving me? Are they going to support me in becoming a better human being? Are my attitudes around specific things Positive, you know, um, I'll say attitudes uh, and bring up the issue with is a whole conversation that's happening around, you know, men are trash or whatever. If you have an attitude around that, you know, this is something that needs to be changed. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, not all men are trash. It's also having, again, to take a, a specific responsibility to say, what am I doing to attract these types of people in my life? What is my inner dialogue that I have a magnet that attracts this experience? Um, and this is also belief. So it's not just having negative thoughts. It's, it's what informs these thoughts. What types of beliefs do you have? What types of attitude do you have around specific things? Relationship to money, to success, um, to greatness. You know, most people are so fearful of failure but that's not actually the issue there. It's, it's more the fear of success um, that happens in the inner dialogue rather than I might not actually make it or this doesn't suit me or this type of wealth is for other people. Mm. You know, the fear of success is as real as the fear of failure itself. And perhaps on another day, you know, we'll, we'll bring you on that specific topic because people who fear success, you know, as soon as they're about to hit, you know, that um, big time, they sabotage themselves, you know, they shy away and they drop back. And it it would be very interesting to, to, to see how you work with maybe some uh, of your clients or how you would work with somebody who has a problem like that, that, you know, they should allow themselves to take that leap of the cliff, you know, and jump off into success, you know, and not be fearful of it. You know, does that stem from a, a, a an innate uh, belief system that I'm not worthy? Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's more of a use than worth. Um, it's how useful or how much contribution you think you can make. So mm. when you have a program of playing small, you're probably going to run away from anything that starts looking like success. 
All right. And I don't want to put you on the corner and I want us to actually unpack it properly one particular day because I think it's something that will definitely help. I'll be happy to do that if you can. (laughs) And we want to help our listeners every day, you know, start their day informed and empowered. And we want them to think about these type of things. And we want them to say, Vanessa, I heard you on the radio and I think I need more work, you know, in this particular area. I know a lot of the topics we talk about, I need to come and see you and say, Vanessa, we spoke about consciousness, we spoke about thought. You know, I'm one person that can think myself into a stupor, (laughs) you know, you know, (laughs) someone recently said I have analysis paralysis, you know, I overanalyze things. And so I need to learn how to be present, how to be in the moment. So thank you very much, Vanessa. How do people connect with you on social media? Wonderful. I am available for bookings on 083-712-9797 and also via Twitter on the underscore the underscore Donna. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us.